You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Welcome, everyone, to this week's podcast. Um, I am Jenny McLaughlin. I'm our head of compliance here at Cedar, and I'm joined with Cece Wilson, who's our head of HR. Hi, Cece. Hi, Jenny. Um, we're here together in the podcast room without Paul, um, our usual host, <laughs> as he's um, unavailable at the moment. So we've decided to record without him um, <laughs> while we ponder a topic that we'll figure out what to do. Um, and then Paul, what, tell Paul what we've decided. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I wanted to get together with Cece today because... Um, you know, we we often get questions from our, our CEDAR members about how to do performance reviews. And CEDAR's always done them where, you know, you do a performance review around the employee's, you know, anniversary of working yep. there, um, which is typically what we tell um, our members to do. But I know not everyone does it that way. Um, and I actually have a friend who works for a pretty big, big, like, you know, national company. Mm -hmm. um, and she's pretty stressed because it's performance review season oh. at her job. So um, she, her anniversary work date is like October or something. Mm -hmm. But um, at there, they do all performance reviews for all employees. All of them take place in June. Well, I've worked somewhere that did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I've never worked somewhere that did that. And I've heard of places doing that. And I've never, I always come up with reasons why that's not a good idea. But since you've worked somewhere that did it, I wonder if you have some positive things to say about it. But this employee, like who's a friend of mine, was saying that she's really stressed out because um, her she's worried that her manager's not going to give it a lot of attention because they have to do so many. Mm -hmm. And because everyone knows everyone's getting their review and mm -hmm. the review is also tied to, you know, a salary increase. Yep. Um, everyone's kind of talking and comparing and like writing to see how everyone's meeting went and, mm -hmm. you know, worried about who's going to get the best, the best raise and yeah. you know, all these things. And it seems like a really stressful time, um, which doesn't sound like a good experience for the employee. Mm -hmm. So I definitely feel for her. Um, but also I was trying to think about how I would handle that as a manager um, if I had to review all of my team at the same time. Yeah. I think that would make me insane. I yeah. mean, I wait till the last minute to fill out <laughs> you do. my performance <laughs> review paperwork every time. <laughs> Reviews in two days. We'll be done tomorrow. <laughs> you'll get you'll get an email follow up from Alex. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about it. I just haven't filled it out yet. So then I have to like fill out what like, this is a big company, fifty of them mm -hmm. all on the last day. That's not going to make any. That's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. So I think this sounds terrible. But Cece, you've done it this way before. So should I we have. be doing it this way? No. Am I missing something? <laughs> no. You know, it's funny because when I came here and I realized that that's how we do them, um, and also. In my experience, uniquely, I am also in all of the review meetings themselves, mm -hmm. which, which typically um, at prior places that I've worked, I, I wouldn't be in the meetings. I would review the review forms, um, but not be part of delivering that to oh. the employee. So who would be in the meeting? Just the manager and the employee. 
Oh, yeah. that sounds like a problem. <laughs> so how many times did the employee come back and say that uh, their manager threw things at them or yelled at them I, or said something inappropriate? Yeah, well, I actually have had um, several instances where either um, somebody, you know, with more authority than me, conducted an internal interview, so an, an interview with an internal candidate by themselves, and then that candidate had a very different story about what the conversation was um, than the manager, and that created a lot of problems, um, and and I've had situations where the review, you know, the person said, well, they promised me this, or they mm-hmm. said that, or, or whatever, Um so, yeah, we always tell our members yeah. there needs to be at least two of you. There's the person yeah. who has to have the conversation, whether it's a performance mm-hmm. review, offering them a raise or mm-hmm. telling them that they're on a corrective action period, whatever it is. There needs to be another witness there right. to prevent all of these he said, she things, she yeah. said things from happening. Yeah. But so back to kind of the, the cycle that we do them on. Uh, when I came here, I thought that that was... Um, well, I was skeptical about it, I guess, because I've actually never worked somewhere where we did reviews on the anniversary date. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's kind of a, a burden to track them all. Yeah. And that is the common complaint that I hear or the common um, concern when people are deciding which method to use mm-hmm. is that you have to track all of them. But then the more that I thought about it, I'm like, well, we track them anyway because it hopefully you're recognizing people on their anniversaries in some form or fashion, right? So you have to be tracking what their hire date was anyway. Right. Um, So this is just like an added thing that you do at that time for each person. Um, I think there's a lot of pros to doing it on their anniversary date. I've in the places that I've worked where it's all everyone's at the same time of year. It is. It's such a burden on the managers themselves, uh, especially if they have a larger team. To be reviewing five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people all at once, that's a lot. I mean, that's like you're spending your days for at least a week just completing performance yeah. evaluations. Does anything else get done at these companies for like the <laughs> month of June? No, I mean, it really does. It becomes kind of all about that. Um, and there's, you know, there's the people who like the second you send out the, Hey, it's review time. They're like, reviews are on your desk the next day. You're like, well, I know you didn't actually like put any thought into this. And then there's the people that you're reminding and reminding and reminding. And it's like the last day and they haven't turned them in yet. Um, but I think that it creates, um, it it makes this process just so much more of a burden. So not only. Only am I reviewing the manager and the employee's self-evaluation, but I'm reviewing, you know, 110 of them or something. (laughs) And so then I can't dedicate a lot of time either to really reading the whole thing. I've got to skim and just make sure that a manager didn't put something totally wild in there. (laughs) That's a huge problem. Um, you know, Susie was late every day last week. Well, Susie has an accommodation because right. she's got migraines. Yeah. Like I, you know, like, so no, we can't. But um, so, there, so there's that burden. There's also, I think, a tendency to more compare people to each other when yes. you're doing them all at once. That's how my friend's feeling right now. It's yeah. not about her. It's like this weird internal competition with her peers. Mm-hmm. But then the manager isn't looking at her. Right. She's just comparing everybody. 
Yeah. So then low performers get weighted even lower because they're not being looked at as their performance holistically. It's like their performance in comparison mm-hmm. to their highest performers. And there's always going to be, I mean, no, no matter what, you're not going to have um, all of your team be top performers because that's just not the way it works, right? No. So somebody is your lower performer, even if they're still a great performer. But when you're thinking about them in comparison to other people and you rate them lower because of it, that can be very defeating. Yeah. And your lowest performer may just be the person who comes in and does their job and does it proficiently. And there's nothing wrong about Mm -hmm. it. They're not going um, above and beyond. They're not looking to maybe move up or do anything. They just, they're happy doing their job and they're great. And we great. need those people. We absolutely need those people. If everybody and wants a promotion, <laughs> you're, so you can't give everyone a promotion. Yeah. So yeah, but we that want that person, those if you're evaluating them by themselves, you could think about it that mm-hmm. way. Like you're doing a good job. Yeah. That's great. You're doing what I need to do. And you can have a conversation about if they want something different. And, you know, but if you are, if everyone else on their team is is going further, that doesn't mean that person's doing anything wrong. But yeah. it's going to seem that way if you're evaluating them all at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, it's really interesting because... In general, performance reviews are like this dreaded thing that people <laughs> people are like, can we just not do them at all? I hate them. Uh, that's always been the sentiment. And I see that in HR groups, too, that people are like, well, we just stopped doing performance reviews entirely and we just do regular check-ins now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you should be doing both. Because yeah. that documented, if you're doing it right and you're doing it genuinely and you're actually putting effort in, that annual documentation can really help you. Yes. And it can not only help you if you've got a problem that and you need to move somebody out, but it can help you reflect when you're looking for who needs to be moved up. If you've mm-hmm. got an opening and a, a spot for a promotion, you can look back at that history. Um, and it can help you in your own coaching because you can look at whether or not the person's progressed over the years. I mean, it, it can just be really helpful documentation to have if you're not just doing it just to do it. Yeah. And also from the employee perspective, it's more of an open opportunity to talk about maybe if they want advancements or if they're having struggles. Because yeah. I'm just thinking I have um, weekly or every other week one-on-ones which with each of the people who um, report directly to me. And we're usually kind of checking in on, on what's going on mm-hmm. at that time. And yeah. like there's some bigger picture things and everything, but you're really kind of focused on what's going on in the present. Um, And if we didn't have that annual review period, I could see it being um, kind of daunting for an employee to try to change up that conversation to say, hey, I'd really like to start working on this. Or is there an opportunity here? Um, Because that changes, you know, the tone of that weekly conversation. And that could seem like it's coming out of nowhere. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for some managers, that might seem like, oh, I don't like that they did that because they're not in the mindset to thinking about it. And, and you should, you know, if it surprises you, that's fine. Take a step back, think about it, tell them that I'll get back to you in a week or two. Um, but having the dedicated time to talk um, with the employee in 
broader perspective, you mm-hmm. know, about what has and hasn't gone well and, and what we could look for, you know, moving forward. That's really important for the employee. Yeah. And for goal setting, because it's really easy to just deal with the steady state, the day to day that we have so many things that come up, but if we're not kind of reaching for that longer term goal and something outside of all of the things that pile on us day to day, it's really hard for growth to happen organically if you're not setting a goal and reaching for it. And so then people stagnate. They just get really good at doing, you know, these 10 or 15 things that they do every day, but they're not progressing beyond that. They're not growing. They're not being your succession plan. There's just all these opportunities that are missed when you're not kind of setting future goals with them. Um, But at the same time, it's not good enough to just set the goal because then a year later, you're like, oh, we didn't do that because all these other things happen. So I do think it's important. You know, I do this with my staff is to check in you know, in the next three to six months, depending on what the goals are and say, are we on track? Are you are, are, are you uh, prepared to meet these things so that I'm not doing them a disservice by getting to their year and going, oh, you didn't do it. I've, yeah. you know, I've checked in and made sure that I'm doing what I need to do to support them um, to make sure that they're on track to meet their goals, too. So I'm thinking like just about the the idea of doing them all at once To me, it kind of seems like if you're doing that, you're doing the annual review for the sake of doing it. Yes. And you just want to be what you think is administratively efficient. But if you're doing it for the sake of doing it, I mean, I'd almost rather you not do it because it's not going to be productive and it's not meaningful. Um, And like here at Cedar, one of the benefits of having CC and HR sit in on each of the annual review meetings is one, like when... I have to fill out an evaluation form about my employee. They have to also fill out an evaluation form. They mm-hmm. go, we, we send it to each other, but it also goes to CC and HR. Um, and usually CC will also review the managers before mm-hmm. we send it to the employee. And yes. so we have the opportunity to kind of collaborate and talk about a little bit more big picture and, mm-hmm. you know, look at the budget and different opportunities and what's going on with the company. So we have a really thought out, well-rounded conversation with the employee because it's not just a manager trying to like fill out a form for the sake of doing right. it. It's, it's actually meaningful. Um, no one else is really paying attention to the fact that like, oh, it's Allie's performance review. Because like, mm-hmm. sure, we celebrated her anniversary, yep. but we're not doing them all at the same time. So no one's thinking about it and mm-hmm. thinking about like, oh, what's she going to get? You know, so it's more private and you have, you can have a longer productive conversation because you have some focused time on it. If I had to do all of them at the same time, I would just be trying to get done with it. Yeah. And I don't... I don't think there's any benefit to doing that because also if the paperwork is rushed, um, it's not going to be good documentation. Right. Um, there's going to be problems there. So if you want them, you know, what's the purpose of doing that? You know, mm-hmm. I think when you think about should we even do performance reviews because there are some companies who choose not to, you're not mm-hmm. required to by any right. reason by law. But if you're going to do them, what's the reason for it? Mm-hmm. And make sure the way you're doing it supports that reason. Yeah. And so it's interesting because here we do them on the anniversary date. And I really don't come across anybody who uh, really dreads reviews here. No. Um, 
uh, and I know you were saying how you always wait to the last minute and, and it's true, but <laughs> it's just because I don't feel yeah, like filling out the form. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, well, and you're so busy and so, but it's not because you actually hate doing the reviews. No. You, you like sitting down and talking with the employee and giving them the feedback and setting, carving out that time. That's kind of just for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really kind of the general sentiment here, even from the employees who who have to do their own. So I've worked in companies where that's optional um, and a lot of people just don't do it at all. And, and it's such a great exercise of self-reflection to sit down and do your own and really think about, um, read the criteria, am I actually excellent at this or am I or am I just pretty good how can I be better at it and I see people here do those with um kind of a genuineness that I've not ever really encountered in other places so well that's nice to hear about Cedar yeah so it's really influenced kind of how I think about performance reviews now too experiencing them the way that we do them and the way that our staff approaches them um, and then uh, as an added later, layer, uh, we also do 360s for management. So, yes. <laughs> so yeah. management not only get does their own, they get their supervisor's review of them. And then they also get a review um, uh, from their peers, so the, all the other managers here, and then their own staff. Yeah. Um, and this, the, the staff and the peers are anonymized. Mm-hmm. So they, those come into my department and my team puts them together and... Um, takes excerpts and you know makes it so that it's it's anonymous and it's a little bit more general but um, for the most part I think people really enjoy that process too yeah yeah I think it's you know there's obviously always this it's anonymous and there's some trust area I can tell you it's like we we give them to someone in HR to Mm -hmm. just pick out statements from and generalize. And um, I am a manager. I've gotten 360s from my peers and from my employees. I've never been able to have access. I mean, I've never sought it, but like I don't have access to find out who who wrote what. And we very much respect the process because we do it for each other. Um, And it's really useful because, you know, you see some type of trend or or you, you get a sense of it. But also the fact that the employees have an opportunity Mm -hmm. um, to say something no matter what it is I think people find very valuable Mm -hmm. um, because it also just shows that door is open we want to hear from you Um, and so I think people do take more care with it they take it a little more more seriously but like you said no one here is freaked out by it yeah and I think that's that's a lot to do with our culture the fact that we mm-hmm. have one-on-ones with our employees anyway but we really just treat it as this is our time to have a conversation yeah and it's not a punitive thing because if there was something the employee should be worried about they should already know about it yes. like that's not the purpose of the performance review yeah and that I mean again that's a great opportunity for me to reading the reviews before because there shouldn't be something I'm surprised about either. <laughs> right. So if a manager is putting something on there like this person is doing terribly there, you know, and that's not a conversation we've already been having, then then that is a very different discussion, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's and that that ends up being a problem you're having with the manager more than the employee because managers yeah. not raise this issue. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's helpful. So, um 
sounds like uh, my friend who's um, having some stress over this is rightfully stressed, and we're not going to move to doing all of our annual we're reviews at the same time. Do that. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Good. Okay. Well, it's nice to hear I was right the whole time. <laughs> Silly idea to do them all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think the other takeaway is either do them well, mm-hmm. be genuine, do them intentionally and have them have some sort of purpose and not just a box that you're checking yes. once a year. Yeah. yeah. If it's a box that you're checking, no one's overseeing to make sure that box was checked. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not required to do these. So if you're not going to make them meaningful, why, you know, why Don't waste do your time? Don't. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, they should be meaningful. Yeah. So this should be a meaningful part of how you run the business. And so, you know, just think about how to do that in, in a productive way for everybody. Yeah. To, if, how can you turn them into something that is a really valuable um, way to spend a little bit of time together? Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, thanks, Cece. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened? Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives.